Okay, welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint podcast. I've got with me here today Peter, who has just finished level 12 of the Mandarin Blueprint method. And we just sort of wanted to have a chat and see what his thoughts are about the system. So first of all, Peter, would you mind just introducing yourself to everybody? Uh, yeah, sure. Hi, Hi I'm Peter. Um, I live in Murrum Bateman in New South Wales, Australia, not far from Canberra. Brilliant. Um, yeah, that's me, I guess. <laughs> that's exactly how I would introduce myself. Oh, I'm Luke, I'm from here. That's, that's me. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah, about... Yeah. Um, what what is it you do for a living, Peter? And like, what what made you wanted to learn Chinese? Yeah, well, uh, they're not necessarily related, but I I work in defence. I was I was in the navy for a long, long time, mm. um, and about five years ago, moved to private industry and work now as a defence contractor. Wow. Um, but somewhere along the way, I married a Chinese lady, Jingming. Um, so that's where my interest in learning Chinese came from. Mm. Uh, this close to, uh, I just missed out on a posting with the Navy to Beijing, which would have been an amazing opportunity, but uh, oh. it didn't happen in the end. But um, anyway, Jingming and I have been married for eight years now, and I've been learning for most of those eight years, but uh, I don't think my standard reflects eight years or where I could be from eight years of learning. Yeah, that's a pretty common story, you know, and that, that's a great reason to learn, first of all. Mm. Um, how's her English? Uh, team means English. Obviously, it's, it's good enough. Her English can. is great. Yeah, uh, her English is far better than my Chinese. Yeah, yeah. And that, that kind of makes it harder, doesn't it? Especially when you're obviously living away and not living in China and your wife's English is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's right. So we don't speak a lot of Chinese at home. She, she gets a bit sick of talking baby talk, is the way I think of it. Um, yeah. the way she has to talk with me but certainly when there's friends around we have a lot of Chinese friends and um, so I do the only problem is as long as they're not all Shanghainese because otherwise they're speaking Shanghai dialect which yeah. is what happens with Jimin's family and that's a common thing too I think which that's unintelligible to any anyone outside of Shanghai <laughs> as well like including obviously Chinese people so nothing's yeah. going to change there <laughs> so yeah that, that's, yeah. Uh, that's an extra an extra hurdle but um as long as you speak standard Mandarin, they of course have no no problem understanding you, right? No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's just difficult to get them to speak Mandarin when they're all together. So then, it would mean it would mean quite a lot for you to to become uh, to reach a good level of proficiency. What level would you like to reach? What's your final goal at the moment? This may change over time, of course, once you get further into the method. But what do you, where hmm. do you see yourself? What do you want? To, what do you want to do? How long do you want to spend doing it? Oh, I'd like to continue learning for the rest of my life. Um, but I would, I'd like to get to a good conversational level where, you know, just the things that friends talk about when they're together, what's been going on, um, you know, how, how's the weather, what have you been doing, those sorts of things. Mm. Uh, I guess that, you know, there's potential, I can see all sorts of potential business opportunities and, and defence-related work opportunities as well, but uh, that's not really my primary interest right now. It, uh, it really is just to hang out with, with friends. This is, this is a bit more of a fanciful question, I suppose, but what would it mean to you, do you think, to get there, uh, to be able to understand everything that's going on, pretty much? I mean, there'll always be certain things you don't understand because of just not being Chinese culturally. 
um, yeah, you know, references sure. and things like that to certain things, movies you haven't seen, which is you know as a hurdle that I face as well sometimes. But generally, being able to stand, understand everything, being able to communicate what you want, um, even being able to read things that you might want to read, like what would that actually mean to you? Do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it'd just be finally fully being able to understand the world of, of, of my wife and, and, and where she's from and, and all of that. So, yeah, I, I think it would be, it's just a, an electric feeling in a lot of ways to be able to, to have that second language and in, a, in an environment where I can use it regularly. I think a big part of that would be consuming Chinese media stuff. Does your wife consume a lot? Does yeah. she watch a lot of Chinese TV, listen to Chinese music, that sort of thing, read Chinese books? She doesn't read a lot. She does watch a lot of, um, yeah, through the internet, Chinese TV and things like that. And I've watched a few little um, programs. I can't remember the one that was like a red-headed American girl who's with a Chinese family or something. I can't remember what that's called, but there's a whole series of them. Right. Uh, yeah. It's not Happy Chinese, is it like quite old one or is it a new one? Yeah, I think it is. I think it might be Happy Chinese. I think, yeah, because it's quite an old one, isn't it? I've seen that. It's like it's made... I believe that's on the BBC website or something like that. Yeah, it's it's made for yeah it's made for learners, isn't it? It's like a very sort of yeah, that's story. right. And it does stop and explain a few grammar points. Yeah, in, in mid episode and then continue sort of thing. Yeah, a few actors from that show actually are in proper Chinese TV shows, you know, as well. So oh, okay. for me yeah. personally, you know, with well, I, I watch a lot of Chinese stuff with my wife now, Chinese movies, Chinese TV shows. Mm. And that's a, yep. you know it's a, it's a way of connecting more and um and it's also a way of learning chinese and understanding chinese culture because a lot of chinese tv shows are very real they're not very fanciful you know fant- there's no yep. game of thrones and things like that. it's usually just about oh uh kind of like you know single woman in the city um, yeah, yeah. making it or like oh this these two people's marriage are having difficulties because one wants to uh-huh. work and the other one wants to work as well. And they have a kid and they're just very real and down to earth. Uh, yeah, and okay. understand a lot about Chinese culture at the same time. So that, I think, if you're interested, you know, that, that would be a good window for you. Um, yeah, you for start sure. Getting past the foundation course, phase yeah. five, and you start, you start being able to understand a lot more. Um, yeah, because so I guess the only TV we've watched together is Feichang Ura, which I don't think that's reflective of anything real. No. <laughs> Oh, Phil was on that show. Do you know that? Yeah, oh, was he really? Yeah, he was a he contestant was really fun, years, years ago. Um, a friend of yeah. ours was the Deng Wang, the, the, the light king. He was like this, he's a male oh, model yeah. and like his Chinese is better than ours. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. And he, uh, uh-huh. he was the only contestant, either foreign or non, you know, non-Chinese or Chinese, to ever have all of them leave their lights on the whole way. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, charming. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, that's just a, a little tidbit for you. Um, uh-huh. That Phil did not become the dumb one though. That was, but he still oh, won a okay. holiday, which is nice. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, that's not exactly. I think I'd rather. Well, I'd rather do a lot of worse things than uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of other things than, than watch Feijong Wu for an evening. Um, yeah. There are there are some good shows out there. Okay. Um, so tell me about your experience with the method here. So how long does it take? For for you to learn a Chinese character at the moment with the hands and movie method, roughly, on average? Oh, right now, just working through the lessons, 
I mean, it's probably ta- only taken me five minutes to to construct the movie, if you like, and all the rest. Um, I ran into a bit of a problem. I was getting a bit ahead of what Anki was then showing me. I've mm. actually just, and I'm learning to drive Anki as I go. Mm. Um, I've just upped the number of new cards it'll show me to try to keep at the same pace. Because what I was finding, I wasn't getting the reinforcement of seeing the characters I've just learnt for a few days because of the rate that I was feeding in new characters, if that makes sense. So you mean you were going um, on the course, you were going really fast, but you weren't reviewing. Then I wasn't seeing those characters again in Anki for a, for three or four days. Mm. And it was quite often I would have forgotten them by then. Um, okay. That's no big yeah. deal. Forgetting is a part of remembering. So uh, one yep. of the things you could be doing is you could be maybe either leaving too, too little a gap like you're doing, or sorry, you're leaving too big a gap after you learn the character in your mind to when you review it the first time or the second time. So like, uh-huh. yeah. So what, what you should be doing really is that if you say you learn five characters in a session, yep. you immediately, as soon as you finish your session, you immediately go and review them, mm-hmm. send them in your, in your flashcard system, review them. Uh, and then they won't, they'll come up again tomorrow. And then when they yeah. come up again tomorrow, that's sort of the crunch time. That's the important one. Do I yeah. remember everything about this character that I need to remember the next day, 24 hours later? Mm. Uh, and mm. if you do, be very honest with yourself. Be very strict. You know, do do I actually remember? You know, you take you take a minute or two if you want, but and then just hit hard uh, if it takes a yeah. while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then note, really try and notice and be be present. Don't rush through them. Um, present in the moment because that's the very important one. You know, uh, and yeah. then yeah, if you get it right, then you have actually got it right then it will appear again in two days and then four yeah, days. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. double, I think, every single time uh, or 200 yeah, then. So a bit more than double. Yeah. Uh, is that what you've been yeah, doing? Yeah, I think it's just, that, it's just that initial. Somehow when I activate the cards in Anki, because of the number of new cards, I'm allowed mm. to come in at the time. And I, I was also doing the pronunciation course at the same time. So there was competing. I think I've just got to learn how to set up Anki a little bit better. So... So that I see the cards straight away. Mm, possibly, possibly, uh, and also, yeah, pronunciation is a big part of it. Have you, do you think you've got the grips of, of at least the spellings of Pinion at this point? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I think it's a learning curve. Um, Anki can be a little bit of a learning curve. We'll be moving on from Anki hopefully soon. Uh, oh okay. Our own our own system for reviewing, which will be much more simple. Um, <laughs> Uh, for initial users, because Anki is fantastic, uh, but you, there's a learning curve to it. And, you know, it's, yeah. for some of our members who aren't good with technology or they've got enough on their plate, you know, um, and learning Chinese itself is already quite a challenge. <laughs> so and then we add... That's right, yeah. Learning well, how to use this software. So we're, we're working on that, don't worry. But um, I would say, yeah, just give it, give it another um, week or two of doing mm-hmm. this and uh, focus a bit more in the moment whilst you're reviewing. Um, yeah. And if you still have issues, send screenshots, maybe even a screen share. I can teach you how to do that. If you don't, if you're not sure which website it is, uh, loom.com is a really good one. Just do a screen share uh-huh. of your review and just oh, yeah. narrate yeah. it and send it through to us what the issue is. And we'll send you, send you one back and we'll, we'll sort yeah. it out for you. Okay. Um, so nice. So what would you say, about the method just give me give me your general thoughts about where you are the progress you're making just give me give me just, just tell me how you're feeling about it your experience so far just generally yeah sure well i mean i've just 
just today completed level 13. So I've just started getting into the reading of sentences. Mm, congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, I guess I have, I, I mean, I've been learning in different ways for a long time now. So, um, but I, I started with the pronunciation course and I found that really, that picked up a few things that I just hadn't even been taught before. Um, you know, some of the mechanics of exactly where you put your tongue yeah. um, was really, really helpful. Good. Um, and even just some really basic things, which I guess I'd kind of kind of knew but didn't consciously know, like that yeah. the like the third tone really isn't very often pronounced the way it's taught to everybody. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I'd ever, you know, when you were explaining that was the first time I'd ever encountered yeah that being taught directly and going through that and creating that course uh, that's basically what what i was thinking the entire time is like what didn't i get taught uh -huh. that, that should have got taught that i only realized later and luckily i have quite an ear for pronunciation so i naturally yep. sort of, and most people do really like they figure it out subconsciously but not consciously and but a lot of people yeah. they fall through the gaps and they end up it's all through the cracks and they end up developing these bad habits because that no one specifically told them this certain thing yep. or teachers just because they're native teachers they don't think to tell you certain things because they know it instinctively they, they were never taught it um sure and they yep. teach you what the textbook taught them about teaching <laughs> so which hmm. again so yeah i'm glad that yep. that worked out for you but definitely yeah definitely the pronunciation course taught me a lot of reinforced a lot of things really well for me hmm. um and then yeah using the 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 hunter movie method um in particular in remembering tones, I find is really, really helpful. Uh, and yeah, so I've, I'm, I think I've pretty much got the hang of that now and I do get that feel of, um, in fact, I just heard you speaking today. It was one of the videos in the, at, towards the end of level 13 mm. about using Anki to, as not worrying about getting the movie perfect right away, but letting Anki lead you to where things are falling down where something you're not remembering or or whatever and i'd already been starting to do that um i kind of wait till i get to the reviews and see which things i remember and try to latch on to what it is that i'm putting in there that's helping me remember and and where it is that i'm falling short not even, not having enough levels of detail or whatever in the movie to to really anchor things um, but so that the Hansa movie method has been a real revelation for me as a as a method of remembering everything about the characters. Um, and now, just I've just had that very first early taste of reading the sentences, and and that's been great compared to everything I've done before, which I think is the typical what almost everybody's done, having passages in a textbook and. You really probably about fifty percent of the characters or more you don't understand, so you're spending all your time looking up characters rather than reading and understanding. Which is so. Just today, going through those sentences and pretty well comfortably being able to understand and comprehend everything except for those few top-down words mm. has been great. Just on the initial taste, so I'm looking really looking forward to getting my teeth into more of that. Yeah, and don't don't be don't be intimidated by the amount of cards that you unlock. Um, at 13 because we kind of save up all the sentences as you probably know yeah you because know, we, yeah, yeah. we can't give you sentences between one and 12 because it's not quite enough characters or words to make any good sentences 
So sort of save uh-huh. them up with all the words that you learn throughout one yep. and then suddenly just dump them all on you uh at 30, level 13 so don't worry there won't be that many <laughs> every level yeah, so in the i was wondering about that in the future modules when you learn a new character and some new vocab do you then get the sentences kind of at the same time or exactly, immediately after yeah. so it's uh you can do yeah. it how you like you can just go through the whole course and just learn characters and then go back and then learn words and sentences afterwards it's up to you but generally the course is designed that you learn a character and that unlocks however many words depending on how how many characters you learned before so you, we only show you only unlock a word when you learn both or all characters within that word yeah. right? and it's a common word of course within the top thousand uh-huh. foundation course phases one to five but then after level 13 and beyond you also see a lesson with the words in context and these sentences are written again by our writers based on characters and words you've already learned and there's a few top-down words so there'll be words that you haven't learned the characters yet for yet you will of course but um yeah uh, we call those top-down words yeah. um, but generally you've you've seen those words a lot in context in other sentences at that point too uh, so it's not like they're completely alien to you you've seen them you've seen the translation etc um, so we provide the opinion and the translation for those um, but we don't provide the opinion for anything else because you've already learned yeah, it yeah so yeah um and that those top-down words we're working more and more on decreasing those um so which is obviously tougher earlier on because again you don't have the level of vocabulary so it's really quite tough to make grammatically correct sentences with the, with such a few a small vocabulary but we've we've done the best we can and we'll keep working on that yeah yeah i had a chuckle at some of the some of the sentences <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah, but, um, it's, um, but it's great not having an opinion. I mean, that, yeah. that is such a... And that's what I find actually watching the TV shows and movies that I have watched. Mm. When I have subtitles, all I'm doing is reading the subtitles, not even watching the movie sometimes. Yeah. I find that distracting. Yeah. Uh, I do that in English as well. When I see the English subtitles, I'm just reading the English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, I, but it's great not having an opinion with those sentences. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel that way. It's it's it's, it's quite mind blowing when you you go from that transition from individual characters and words to reading entire sentences and understanding the meaning. It's it's pretty special. Mm. And yep. we try to give you that feeling early, as early as possible, rather than waiting like like me and Phil waiting a year and a half or two years of struggling and then finally being able to sort of work stuff out. Yeah, uh, through a lot of looking up stuff, like you you said. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, like, I'm curious, you spent eight years before that. How long have you been on the Mandarin Blueprint Method so far? Oh, only a few months. Maybe, right. maybe not even a month. Maybe not even two months. Yeah. One or two months, right, a few weeks. Um, yep. And you said you were learning eight years before that. So what were you doing? What sort of thing were you trying to do during those eight years? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a bit hodgepodge. I mean, when I first thought about learning, there was just someone in the local neighbourhood, a Chinese woman, who's become a good friend. Um, sort of advertised in our little local newsletter that she was interested in teaching people Mandarin. Um, but she wasn't really a qualified teacher, so she was winging it a bit. Um, but we had a nice little group who learned, and we really actually did pretty well with the basics of pinyin with her and pronunciation. Um, then I started doing some courses here in Canberra, um, which there was about four of us. But then that fell apart because four was their minimum and one of the guys dropped out, so they didn't want to run the course anymore. 
So I moved to try to a whole bunch of tutors um, with varying degrees of success and uh, finally found one I liked uh, who was living in, in Tasmania. He was a Taiwanese guy and that was working really well except my internet, especially on a rainy night, is so terrible. We were having a lot of blips and frustrations. Uh, anyway, his life changed. He wasn't able to teach me anymore and I sort of picked up some people who are students here at the Australian National University who were tutoring on the side and some of them were good, some of them were great. So kind of meandering, trying all, trying all different sorts of things. Um, I was also teaching myself characters. I don't know, have you seen this book? Um, Subtle, I've heard of it. I yeah, haven't, haven't it uses it. A, sort of a, a sort of a memory palace method. Mm. But, um, but, I, but the problem is it's constructed for you. It's not, you're not building it from your own experiences and putting your own places and characters there. So it kind of fell away for me mm -hmm. eventually. Um, but I, so what have I been doing? I've been a bit of a jumble of all sorts of things yeah. um, and, and kind of continually getting to, I don't know, a, a beginner intermediate level and then something happening where I've had to change the method and I haven't been game enough to jump jump back into a new course or whatever at a at that level. So I've kept on dropping back and building myself back up, uh, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Very common. Yep. And I've actually found um, the last year or so, I haven't really been doing any active learning, but I've found just hanging out with my wife and her friends and listening to them, things are going in better than they were when I was actively trying to, to learn certain things. Mm. Um, so that that's why I was kind of got excited when, when you were talking about concentrating on input initially, because that was my, my own experience, that just doing that, not deliberately, but just because of the way my situation was, that was actually seeming to be more effective for me. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to just sit there and listen and not feel the obligation to say stuff and show and show yeah. Chinese or anything. And it's sort of just any, anything that's basically a pressure that you're putting on yourself psychologically. Just, just if you can just relax and enjoy, um, yep. enjoy consuming the language, then you'll naturally start mm. to output it. Yep. So I think you've got the right sort of frame of mind there personally. Um, so generally, what, going into the method, because uh, I'm not mm -hmm. sure how you found us, but when you heard about us or read about us, were you skeptical yep. about what you know what you were getting yourself into? Were you skeptical about us and our claims for its own? Oh uh, well, um, if I had skepticism, it was um, well. I, I knew that I wasn't. You know that, that you can learn so many characters in three months or six months. I, I kind of. I was skeptical about me going at that sort of pace, but um, so I heard about you. I heard you on the um, "You Can Learn Chinese" podcast. Oh right, nice. Um, yeah, which I mean, I listened to Seneca podcast a lot, and they led me to "You Can Learn Chinese," and then I heard you. and And when you started talking about using a memory palace to memorize characters and things like that, mm. that really tweaked my interest. So, if, if anything, it wasn't skepticism at that point. It was like oh, this is, I've been looking for something like this because I've been, another podcast I listened to um, 
called Intelligence Unshackled. He's a, a psychologist who talks about all these sorts of things and how we don't really um, leverage the way our brains work in the traditional ways of learning. And he talks about a lot about memory palaces as a way of memorizing things. So as soon as I heard you speaking about that, it really, I thought to myself, well, I've got to give this a go. So I went and um, signed up for the, the free trial and, and went from there. And so far, it's, it's definitely seems to be working for me. Good, good. What about the, yeah. uh, the social aspect, I suppose you could say, like the, you know, mm. the community, the forum, the comments, the podcast? Are you into all that? Do you, do you get involved much there? No, not really. I don't know. I'm just an older geezer who's not quite into that sort of thing. Um, I do read some of them, not a lot of them, but usually at the end of each lesson, I look at the sort of first few. Mm. And I, I have got some really good good tips from that. I also always feel like, because that, that's been going for a while, mm. I'm always, because I'm, I'm not going to, it's just not me. I'm not going to, if I've got a question, I don't want to ask it there because I figure somebody's already asked that. And um, I don't want to be that that annoying idiot who asks something that's already been covered. But at the same time, I'm not, I don't really necessarily even know how to search through the previous comments and stuff to find to find that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and at any rate, it's, that's not my personality type to get involved in those sort of groups. Yeah, um, me neither. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, I do look at what's happening well. there. I like to just get on with it, do my thing, um, and email if I have an issue, that sort of thing, you know, stay in the background. Yeah, 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 that's right. But there's certainly been some really useful uh, useful things that I've picked up there, especially sometimes if I'm not quite being able to arrive at a, a little storyline or anything for a, for a movie. Sometimes I'll look through some of the, some of the suggestions there. Mm. Mm. And that'll that'll lead me down a certain certain way, which can be useful. You have you got any ways that we could maybe improve the course, based on your experience so far? Um, no, great, awesome. Next question. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, no, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that, and there's nothing that that really really jumps at me. Okay, good. If I think of anything, I'll let you know. <laughs> brilliant that's not in private yeah awesome yeah yeah uh, yeah that's right praising public criticizing private. exactly that's the that's the formula for success <laughs> um so generally uh peter would you recommend mb and if so why and if not why not no most definitely i would for anyone that um that i knew who was interested in learning chinese and looking for a for a platform um For all the all the things we've spoken about already, I think I think the starting with the pronunciation and learning the pinyin and all the those basic building blocks is really important. And um, not that I've got huge vast amounts of experiences, but on the in the experiences I've had, your your um, teaching there has been the the best I've seen. As and I, you know, I think as you say, all my previous learning has been from native speakers. Who don't necessarily understand the challenges of a non-native speaker mm. in just making the sounds of Mandarin, whereas um, a non-native Mandarin speaker like yourself has a better grasp and, and a good way of explaining that. 
so you know, I think that's been great. And yeah, the the your hands are moving method, all of that. So most definitely, I would recommend you guys to anyone else. Thanks a lot, Peter. I really appreciate that. Um, is there anything you'd like to add before we finish up here today? Um, no, I don't think so. Nice, awesome. Well, it's been it's been great. I can't wait to uh, see how you do as you progress through. You know, because as you might be aware, we do sort of we do like to do several of these interviews depending on whether you make it through uh, like the foundation oh, yeah, yeah. course, the intermediate, not whether, but when you make, yep. make it through the foundation yep. course, the intermediate course. So after the phase five is done, or after the intermediate, we'd love to have another chat, follow up with you, and yeah, for sure. And get you get your thoughts there maybe give you some advice and, and to get through to the intermediate and advanced levels mm -hmm. all right great sounds good look forward so to looking it. forward to that uh thanks a lot peter for your time today and uh hope to chat soon all right Luke, cheers cheers bye